Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, the fellow with the beard, the hair, and uh, when I've not had it waxed, a slightly pursued back. Anyway, that's probably too much information. We start with a wonderful podcast on the back of Chelsea against Bayern Munich in the Champions League. And of course, it was a bad night for Chelsea as they got beat at home. Anyway, you lot, of course, do what you do best. And that's straight after the final whistle. You pick up the phone and you call my show, Rackets, and it goes to the Sports Bar Monday to Thursday from 10pm and have your say on national radio. This is you doing exactly what I've said to prove I'm no liar. Chelsea nil, Bayern Munich three, Robert Lewandowski with the goal. Hard to see any way back for Chelsea now, having conceded three away goals. Oh eight seven one seven. Double two, double three, double four. Can't wait for tonight. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> Horrible, mate. Oh. We'll be playing it Thursday in my mob blues, I imagine. Andy, Jase, how are you, mate? You all right? Did you no, go, John? Not, not really, John. No, I didn't, boys. I didn't, sadly. But um, I've got to say, sorry, starting from the back, I don't think the goal is a problem. Um, Caballero couldn't have done nothing. Honestly, the, the problem is, I'm sad to say, Aspilicueta... I think, was he 31? He's too old, not quick enough. Christensen doesn't do it for me. And Alonso. We need two, maybe three defenders. I think the goal is all right. Your goalkeeper is only as good as your defence. The midfield's OK. Up front, Giroud, Batshuayi and Abraham. Abraham's a young lad learning. The other two are just average. We need a, um, a Bamiang, an Aguero, a Vardy, a Salah a actual top, top striker. You're a seller. Seriously. I mean, you know, we need uh, somebody. I mean, when was the last time? Well, two things. When was the last time Chelsea had a guy, apart from Hazard, that scored like 25, 30 goals? Costa. Did, it, did he a drug bad, Jace? Costa. We haven't replaced Costa. That, that, you know, Costa, you, exactly. Like, what, you two, need years ago. a proper striker. And, mm. and sorry, I mean, so I'm, I'm saying, forget about the goalie. Two or three defenders, definitely. John. The midfield's great. Um, we need... To, again, why doesn't he play two strikers? I, I just mm, don't, I don't get, get it. Philip is up next to Chelsea fan. Hello, big Phil. Hi, gents. How are you doing? Yeah, we're good. Off you go, pal. Right, Phil. 
Yeah, I think Chelsea invited um, European royalty round for dinner tonight and they trampled all over us and nicked all the cutlery <laughs> and went home. Uh, yep. Top team. Um, you know, forget about who should we buy, who should we bring in. There's three things. If we don't make the Champions League, you don't get the top players. If we don't make the Europa League, you don't get the half-top players. And if we don't qualify for Europe, then you just pick up the drinks. I mean, it's not that quite that bad, but I understand the point you're trying to make. Um, you know, unfortunately, the transfer well, window has, has, been a, has been a handicap, and we've felt it a couple of times this season. I think Having... the thing is, Jason, I think you've got to forget about the transfer window because we didn't have it in the summer. We didn't buy anyone at Christmas for summer, well, January. So for whatever reason, they didn't strengthen the squad. We've had a few injuries crop up. The young players are now looking like what you say. They're looking like young players. You're out of their depth up to a point. So I think if we can if we can hang on to fourth position, it'd be a miracle. Mm. And we've got to win a few more league games. Next up was the award-winning show with Jim White and Natalie Sawyer. Yeah, they won an award, hey? Stick that up, you. Anyway, Eddie Hearn was on the show saying he was disappointed that he was missing out on millions and millions of pounds. Oh, sorry, my mistake. Disappointed that Wilder had activated a rematch clause and thought his excuse was a wind-up. And that excuse being, of course, that it was too heavy for him to come out in fancy dress. Oh, oh, I'm the hardest man on the planet, but I can't carry the small child on my shoulders, is basically what he was saying. Disappointed, you know, but obviously I understand as well. You know, he's a champion, he lost his belts, and he's going to want to try and win them back. I think... uh, some of the excuses we've heard overnight about his ring walk outfit being too heavy. And well, I, I thought it was a wind up, but uh, you know, he's obviously got the worst PR team in the history, but listen, he, he's a champion. He had the right to take the rematch. If he does do that, I just hope they do it quickly. It's not really a fight people want to see, you know, they've boxed, I think 19 rounds now. I think Wilder's probably won three rounds in 19 in the last fight. He didn't win any rounds and he got battered. So I don't think people want to see the third fight, but at the same time, we understand the contractual situation. We just hope they get on with it and get it out of the way. We can't get Fury. We've got to fight Kubrat Pulev. Um, we'll do that in London, which is going to be AJ's return to the capital and to the UK. And we'll try and get that out of the way. And hopefully Fury can get his out of the way and we can get this done in November, December of this year. Time now to check in with that ginger fellow and coffee alongside, yes, Adrian Durham. They can be found, of course, on The Drive Show. They were talking about Tyson Fury's homecoming, or lack of it. This is a guy who's just won the world title, and the main thing on his mind is to sing a song. He, has, <laughs> he, he just doesn't care what people think, so he's not bothered. I don't think he's bothered at all. I think you're right. I don't think he cares what the public think of him. I don't think he cares whether he gets uh, an MBE, CBE, OBE, knight, or whatever he might or might not get. I don't think he cares if there's an open-top bus parade through the middle of Manchester to welcome him home. I genuinely don't think he cares. But in this country, what we've got a, a habit of doing is maybe sometimes we go too far with the gongs. Too many, too soon. Wait till careers end. And then we've gone the other way in the past where that so many of the 66 World Cup winners weren't honoured at all. Bobby Moore was never honoured in his lifetime, well, which is it's extraordinary. Weird, it's weird how, it, full stop, how, how, it, how it all happens anyway, isn't it? I yeah. mean, it, it, has, it has to happen now and then, and that's why, as I said earlier, is but when athletes go to the Olympics and they, they get a medal or they get a place or something, they come back and it's immediately done, isn't it? It's when you look at England cricket team just winning the World Cup, it was immediately done. And I think they learnt the lesson in a team sport 
um, where they've changed it slightly because in 2005, some people got them really for 10 minutes yeah. on the job. Mm. You know what I mean? But now on this World Cup win, they only give it, which I found quite strange, they only give it to four people. And that's the argument you've got about 66, to be fair. World Cup, first team to win it, probably everybody should have got it. And they didn't, did they? No. Well, even those in the squad who had played in previous games in the World Cup, but maybe not in the final, they didn't even get medals until much, much That's later I mean, on. Yeah. And, and, and for one person, because he was on the on the money to get the hat-trick, he got the knighthood. Mm. When there's probably other players in that team as well probably deserved it at that time. But there's another issue here, and that is uh, to do with the well, the belts. Tyson Fury's got one belt. How many has Joshua got? Three? Three. Right. So why would Tyson Fury uh, get a, a bus parade, but yeah. Anthony Joshua didn't? I don't know. What's he got? A CBE, is it? Or something? I can't remember. What I don't know what he's got. Joshua's um, got. He's got something, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's got something. Uh, but he's an Olympic medalist as well, True. Olympic gold medal as well. So um represented his country at the Olympics. I remember when Lennox Lewis uh, went to the States and won his crown. There was it was there was virtually nobody welcoming him back, and that was it. it just doesn't happen really in boxing, does no, it? No, it's it's a bit weird. So I wonder if we may regret it in time, or whether it is one of those where you just wait and see what happens because. You know, you, we've all you know he's had his uh, his, his honour, uh, Anthony Joshua. Then he's lost to Ruiz Junior. Do you wait until the two of them get it on, and then they slug it out in the ring? And then there's the rematch, and then there's the third match. I, I don't know what at what point it's right to honour Tyson Fury. Something didn't quite feel right about him coming back to uh, nothing, but I suspect because he doesn't care, I don't, and I genuinely don't think he cares. I don't think he does get the recognition he deserves, but it doesn't bother him whatsoever. So I think the the general public's view of Tyson Fury is a little bit divided, I'd say. I think there's those that Well, he's got history, him. hasn't he? That, that, yeah. That's the problem. Some of the things he said in the past, uh, they weren't um, really... Well, they weren't right. Uh, they, they 100% weren't right. And But you, we will never know, there's only him they'll know, is what state of mind he was in when he came out with those statements. But what I tend to do is I give him the benefit of the doubt, the way he's recovered as a human being. And knowing through um, the guys who promote him, the work he actually does for charity, same as Joshua, same as all boxers. They do so much uh, for charities out there. And at the drop of a hat, you know my good mate, Peter McDonough, who's mm. had, he had a brain operation, didn't he, only 18 months ago. And Tyson Fury is one of the first people to sh throw his support behind him. You know what I mean? So people don't see that side. Now we can knock on the door of the breakfast show. There's no door, it's just a figure of speech. Laura Woods was in the hot seat alongside Ray Parler. Oh, this is magnificent. This is Ray Parler telling a very funny story about being left behind by Tony Adams. No, I've not heard it. I'm looking forward to this. Take it away, Big Ray. I remember Tony Adams. He wasn't drinking, and all the lads have been on pre-season tour in Amsterdam, and he's, uh, Arsene Wenger said, you can have a drink tonight, you can have a bit of fun, and Dave Seaman, all the obviously British guys were having a few drinks. So I remember coming back to the room about, about seven, half past six in the morning, and we got to be on our coach at probably, I think it was about eight o'clock. So I thought, I've got my bag packed, I've, I've had my shower, I'm going to have a little lay down on the bed for an hour and a half, a little nap, before we leave. So I sit at Tony, he said, Tony, make sure you wake me up. God, yeah, yeah, no problem. Anyway, he hasn't. He's gone out of the room and forgot to come back. And now I'm in bed still, asleep. And the coach, they're all on, everyone's on the coach. Where's Ray? Where's Ray? Oh, Venga, leave him. <laughs> so he left me in the hotel. And I, it was about a 40 minute journey to, to the airport. And um, it was lucky because one of the uh, the guys or one of the um, 
uh, girls on the on the reception, mm. noticed that I hasn't come down. And she's phoned my room, or he's phoned my room, and said, look, the coach is going. Like, what, what? I run downstairs, and I missed it. Oh. So I had to get a taxi. But you know when you're thinking, oh, no. That's the worst feeling. So two it? weeks' wage is fine. It's got to be. So as I walked through the airport, and I was like, you know when you just keep out of the way a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> you hide behind someone. Yeah. But Arsene Wenger just sort of gave me a little bit of a stare, uh, but then he let me get away with it. Because it was the last night, and, you know, again, Tony would have... Uh, he, he nearly got me in trouble as usual. Back now to the award-winning show with Jim White and Naki Sai. And Katie Brighty's ex-husband, Simon Jordan, was on the show, saying that Manchester City are not being hard done by, despite what the fans think. And this idea that somehow Man City are victims of a conspiracy plot, or it's the elite clubbing together to make sure the elite stay together and Man City can't be part of that elite because they were Johnny-come-lately, is absolute nonsense. Man City were at the front of the queue... When they were, when they were, when the so-called big six in the England in England were forcing Rich and Scudamore to give bigger parts of a distribution of the overseas rights to themselves rather than the other fourteen clubs in the Premier League, so how can they argue on one hand that we're being excluded from being part of the elite because of this governance that was brought in by the elite when they're negotiating to be the elite? Back to the Romford Pele or the Ginger Ninja. No, no one's ever called him that apart from me just then. So, yes, we can call him that now, can't we? The Ginger Ninja. We're speaking about whether Aubameyang is a Premier League great. I mean, I can tell you the answer now. Not yet. Not yet. He's getting there. But not yet should be the answer. That's my view. Let's find out what the Ninja thinks. Longevity, I think you've got to look at a little bit more. Um, like Guerrero's done it year in, year out. Henri done it year in. Alan Shearer, mm. Robbie Fowler, all them sort of guys. I mean, but... You can't argue against his record. If if he hadn't scored the goals he scored this season, Arsenal could be very much more in a relegation battle than trying to get in that top five. So uh, he's been such an important player uh, mm. for, for Arsenal going forward. Um, the goals he scores, you know, very clinical. Very, you know, once he's in a position, very similar to Henri at the weekend. I was at the game at Everton. Once he's on one on one, and that sort of because Henri used to play just off the left hand side as well. And, he, you know, Wade just opened his body out and bent into the far corner. Very similar to Henri, but whether you could call him a, a Premier League great yet, I'm, I'm not too sure. You're listening to TalkSport Daily. Now time to check in with Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs. Love that show. Um, wouldn't miss it for the world. One of my favourite parts of this podcast. So I'll, I'll actually sit back and enjoy this bit with you. I'll, um, I haven't heard it, but uh, usually we fast forward the audio and I'll just do my links. But no, 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 I'll sit back. And enjoy Paul. Oh, it was Max Rush, was it? Oh, I'll fast forward this bit. Good afternoon. You are listening to Talksman Jacobs on Talksport. Max Rush and Charlie Baker in for Paul and Andy. Very pleased to say, uh, comedian uh, and actor Rob Rouse joins us in the studio. How are you? I'm very well. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, uh, Talksport listeners. And oh, so that nice. is the theme yeah. to uh, the Upstart Upstart Crow. Crow. That's the theme music. Yep. And, and you are starring in it. At the Gielgud Theatre. Yes, at the Gielgud Theatre, so I'll, I'll slip into um, uh, a tawdry impression of uh, Sir Ian McKellen. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, Talks to listeners probably know who he is, but. They know who Ian McKellen is. Can you is. do Brian Clough? <laughs> 
Can you do? I, I've never tried to do cluffy, but it. Oh, so tell us I about can't it. do cluffy for, either. For those, but it's good to practice now. Yeah, it's good. Do you want to try it now? It's always really good to try out any impression for the first time live on national radio. <laughs> Anyone else you want to try and do? Uh, who else can we do? Have, uh, you, have you never done? How's your gym white? Everyone's gym. got. Everyone's got a gym white. It's gym white. <laughs> can you do Angel Harriet? Uh, can just I do Ainsley? No, he's here! Ainsley, how are you doing? Are you very special. Well, I cycled in, man. Oh, man. Don't worry Hawks about it. Hawksby and Jacob's show is, is, is <laughs> you know, a, a yeah. cornucopia it really is. of yes. fun that Joining anyone can walk in at any moment. And for absolutely no reason whatsoever, it's Ainsley Harriet. Nice Thank you very much indeed. So, crashed my interview. Exactly. So, so, I certainly have, mate. Ainsley, I wouldn't have had it any other way, and I would have fully embraced you, but I've just cycled in and I'm very sweaty. There's nothing like a bit of sweat, is there? What could you do? So if I brought sweat in, Ainsley, what could you make out I of squeeze it? it into the old couscous okay. and give it a good stir. That's Love what I do. That. Yeah, of course, that moment you've all been waiting for. In fact, I've got a little email. He's just come in and says, Andy, I love the podcast and really pleased you started with your own show, but why don't you put your best bits in the middle of it so we don't have to wait to the end? Well, I don't edit it. That's producer Tom's job. But here it is for all those people that have stuck around for the best bits of the Andy Goldstein Sports Bar Monday to Thursday from 10pm. Hello, Nick. Good evening. All right, Nick. I met you at great right. show, lad. Hey, Nick. How old are you, Nick? I'm 21. So you've no idea who Bernie Winters and Schnorbis the dog are. I ain't got a Scooby, mate. That's, that's another dog. Okay, okay yeah. That's another dog. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who Scooby Doo is? Just about, yeah. Okay, right. just about. <laughs> how many dogs? How many famous dogs can you name, Nick? I can name you Scooby Doo. One. Um, can you get to ten? Beethoven. Who? Beethoven. Oh, yeah, give me that. Okay, it's two. I think um, five will be amazing. Well, there's a new show on Netflix called Pup Academy. I don't know if that counts. Yeah, okay. If you can name the dog in it. No, that's the name of the show. You can name the dog in Pup Academy? Um, no, I've only watched about 10 minutes. Of oh, that's good. <laughs> right. you, you named Scooby there. I mean, there's another dog connected yeah. to Scooby-Doo. Oh, no, no, he's, he's cousin. I definitely can't get that one. His naughty cousin who likes to get in fights. Also has the same do surname. Um, likes to get into Sweeney, a scrap. Sweeney do. Pardon? Sweeney do. I don't know. No, he, he likes to get into a scrap, and he's got the same surname as Do. Any idea? Um, no, mate. He lost me. Have a guess. He likes getting in scraps, and his surname's Do. Have a guess. Scrabby Do. Scrabby. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jay, I, 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 we need to get to five dogs. Go on, his name too. Come on, Bouncer. Jay. Yeah, give me that. Lassie. Yeah? Come on, keep going with your dogs. Um, <laughs> famous dogs. Dino out of uh, Flintstones. Yeah, oh, that's, a, that's not a dog, though, is it? <laughs> that's a dog. I'll give you that. It was the dog in it's the a, Flintstones. It was a dog in the... Um, Famous dogs. Um, any, any oh, a little hobo. Oh, you've done well there. Another one. Any others? Dalmatian. Um, oh, what about Wellard? Oh, oh, yeah, the first Dalmatian, the second Dalmatian, the third Dalmatian. <laughs> Wellard? Wellard. We've done it, we've done it. I think we've done I think we've done our dog 11. Well, that's nearly it for another podcast. I know you know what's coming up. It's me saying about Acast and Spotify and Apple Pods, and you can download it from there if you've not already done so. And if you press subscribe, then you don't have to press it yourself in the morning. It just arrives in your inbox. But you're wrong. I'm going to say none of that and just move on to live football that's on TalkSport. Tonight from 8pm, it's Real Madrid against Manchester City. Of course, it's the Champions League round of 16 first leg. Whilst over on two before that at 5pm, you can see Braga against Rangers. 
That's in arguably the biggest competition in world football, the Europa League World Champions League round of 32 second leg. That's on TalkSport 2. Two big, massive games coming your way, all live on TalkSport and TalkSport 2. And then, of course, you can tune in to me and old Moonface from 10pm to have your say on Real Madrid, Tonkin City. And we'll be looking ahead to Manchester United's game in the Europa League Champions World Cup competition. And, of course, the other English teams that involved in it, I really don't give a monkey's about, because I only care about my team and, obviously, not yours. I mean, that's just the way the world works, isn't it? It's pointless sitting there going, I can't believe you didn't mention Arsenal. I'm not an Arsenal fan, I don't care about Arsenal. Unless it's live on TalkSport, which it's not. Make sure you listen to me and old Frank Sidebottom from 10pm tonight for more of the same. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. Yeah, just going back to what I was saying before about the size of Jason's face. Um, if you don't know Frank Sidebottom, he's Google it. He was a very funny comedian and he wore a massive paper mache head. Now, I'm not alluding to the fact that Jason's a very funny person. Of course, he's not. And he doesn't have a paper mache head. But what he does have is a massive head. So um, that's the connection there. That's it. That's really where the similarity ends. That is, of course, if you know what Jason Cundy looks like. If you don't know what he looks like, um, Google him. Just put in uh, Jason Cundy. Remember to spell his surname correctly. Otherwise, you could get into lots of trouble at work. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.